Welcome to Beyond Their Resumes, a career and professional development platform designed for you, the modern global professional. My name is Jerry Wan, and I invite you to join me every day as we learn from leaders from various industries representing the entire world. They'll share with us both their worst and best advice and a book that inspires them daily. Be sure to join our newsletter at beyondtheresumes.com, follow us on social media at beyondtheresumes, and share this with a friend, classmate, or colleague. Thank you so much for tuning in, and here now is today's guest. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Beyond the Resumes. And whenever you're listening to us and from wherever, we wish you all the health, safety, and happiness in the world as we've navigated together an interesting, to say the least, 2020, and as we move forward into whatever makes us happy and whatever makes us whole in career and life, we just want to wish you well. Today, I am really excited to host this conversation with a friend who currently is in Canada. And so if you're out there listening to in Canada, we got you covered as well. Mia Marie Parasoto joins us from Canada, and she is a personal career coach. And so excited to learn from her and learn about her. Mia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Um, I, I enjoy our connection and I enjoy your story. So it's honestly an honor for me. Oh, well, we're excited. <laughs> Share with the audience a little bit more about you and what you do. Sure. Well, I'm a personal career coach. I really kind of curated my career in learning and development, rather, uh, especially around leadership and how to create your own career path, how to present yourself the best, whether it's interviewing, post-interview on paper, and then kind of how you get yourself from point A to point B to point C. Uh, things that weren't given to me as I was starting my career and weren't necessarily need to know information, I guess, if you are not on track or what they wanted you to be on track or how they wanted you to be on track. So I kind of created this methodology, this system of getting to know them. How do we create what I call aha moments to get people there? And that's really what my passion is. And my passion is for people and getting them to where their next level is. Awesome. That's what I'm passionate about. So I'm glad we connected. (laughs) Yeah, and if you're totally. listening, yeah, and if you're listening to the show, um, you either are somebody who loves to do what we do, or you're in the search of people like us to help you at least gain a few more perspectives and see the world that's maybe in a little bit different way uh, to help you along in life, whatever that may look like. So you're in the business of sharing perspectives and sharing thoughts and, and learning mm-hmm. as well. Um, what was the worst advice you've ever received? Hands down, the worst advice I have ever been given in every shape or form was don't be yourself. And you know, it went from facilitation in a serious setting, don't be yourself because I tend to be a little bit quirky or funny. I like to connect with my audience and read my audience and read the space. And I was told, don't do that. I was told, don't network the way that you do. Don't create these relationships, mainly because it made that person look bad because they were above me and they couldn't do the same type of networking I did. And it just became this whole methodology of put your head down, people recognize your work, don't talk about yourself. Don't showcase who you are because mm. either one, people don't care truly, which is a lie. And two, I don't, their version of don't be yourself is really, I don't want to look bad because you do better than me. And I really took that to heart in my 20s and in my early 30s and just really learned to step away from that methodology, of, honestly, about five years ago. So that's really as, as, as close to that as I've come with in my in my uh, whole career. I think you bring up a good point. Um, anytime somebody tells you not to be yourself, it actually has nothing to do with you. It has everything mm-hmm. to do with you fitting into or not a version of you that makes them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And so be you, you know, as I don't know if the, the, the young folks still say this, but YOLO, like literally <laughs> YOLO, right? Like 
Yeah, literally. And, 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 and you know, um, whatever you believe in about afterlife doesn't matter. Like you, you have this one life on earth and how terrible is it for you to continue to live your life jumping from one person's set of expectations to another and whether that may be um, your, your boss, your spouse, or your mother even like just, you know, because um, mm-hmm. it's, an, it's an insatiable demand from other people if you have to continue mm-hmm. to live by somebody else's definition. It's true. So that's a good lesson that you learned early in life. And uh, what is a very good or your best lesson that you've learned based on advice somebody gave you? So the hardest boss I ever had in my entire career, um, I call him Demando. So ironically, he lives in Canada now, but I call him Demando. And when I was going through, I guess, some self-learning and understanding the people around me in a toxic work environment, he said, know your worth and never settle for someplace that doesn't understand what you bring to the table. And when you know your worth, that's actually the same time I stopped pretending to be someone I was not. I stopped pretending to be this version that I needed everyone to like me. No, you're going to respect me. You're going to understand what I bring to the table. And this is what I bring to the table. If it doesn't fit your agenda, you don't feel like it fits your mold. It honestly is going to be a waste of both of our time. So I'm just going to step up, step away. And really understanding that and really developing that for myself and my career path and never settling has really been the highlight of kind of where I've taken not only my clients, but really myself for my journey. Excellent. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a chance to be a coach for a little bit and to share <laughs> sure. with me and the audience the best advice that you, Mia, want to leave to the audience and the next generation? Be unapologetically authentic. Uh, You'll hear the phrase, I'm a very passionate person. I'm very driven. We know that. Be Be unapologetic in your response to everything. Be as authentic as you can be to be yourself. Because the person that they don't see on paper is you. And what makes the paper come to life is you. And people don't get to know words. They don't get to know awards or trophies. They get to know actions and people and how they respond. And honestly, when you're your authentic self and not apologetic for it, that's usually where you shine the most. And that's honestly where every aha moment in your career path will come to play. And if you just do that and live by that, it really starts to change the way that you see opportunities in front of you. Are they really an opportunity? Are they not? Was this a lesson to learn? Absolutely. And you know what? Am I going to forgo my beliefs because someone else needs me to do something else? No. So be unapologetically authentic would be my piece of advice. A very good piece of advice because I, I think, especially for young people, we, we live in this, uh, we were taught from our culture, mm-hmm. from society, from school to fit into a box and that yep. a job application process, especially for fresh grads, is you have to impress them. And mm-hmm. we never, ever, ever, it takes us a long time to realize that it's a two-way street and that mm-hmm. you actually have a little bit more leverage in the process because there are many companies that you can go work for, but there's only one of you. It's really hard to see that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, how many of us have worked for companies or, you know, been in situations where we're miserable, but we convince ourselves to stick it out and be an inauthentic version of ourselves, um, mm-hmm. biting our lips and, you know, just, uh, you know, it's, it's not fun. Um, again, this might sound a little bit privileged, uh, which it may be (laughs) in the way that if you don't have the financial or otherwise ability to step away from that current situation, you know, don't take that as offense, but in general, in all sense of just you being you, uh, you have to find a place where you can be authentically you. And trust me, there is a place. And if it doesn't exist, it actually might require you to create that space for yourself if, and when you're ready to, but don't ever settle especially if you feel like you are not being valued, especially if you feel like you are being 
ridiculed or demeaned mm-hmm. or you know constantly uh, made put down just for being you. Mm-hmm. So don't. It's a way to challenge your own mindset to make you think outside of yourself. And, and I think when you know your worth and you understand your own value, and that's something that I think for me was my tiger mom, to be honest, she always said, just put your head down. Everyone will come to you and they'll know it. No, they don't. No one is your advocate. You are your advocate. So sometimes when you're not in that situation, it's a little bit harder, but you find your space and then you start to take those opportunities and realize this is not where I want to be. How do I be different for the next person that's going to learn for me? Agreed. Be you. Find find a value in yourself and wait it out sometimes. You know, if, if you're listening to this and, and you feel unhappy at work, hope that helps. Mia, what, what is the book that has had the most impact on the way you see the world today? So the most impact uh, impactful book, rather, that I've had uh, was a book I went through a course for around quiet leadership. It's by David Brock. I actually looked for the book to try to show it to you. And then I remembered I have lent it to somebody because they needed kind of a different way of thinking. And the premise of this book is to utilize different ways to think around a situation, how to coach yourself differently, how to create new neural pathways for you to change your mindset. So think about everything that I've said and how I said it was a growing journey. This was a very big part of that journey that I started technically about eight years ago and didn't really put into practice until about five. So really understanding and going back to that and creating these methodologies to not only coach others, but yourself. How do you talk to yourself? That's a big thing about finding your aha moment is how do you talk to yourself internally? What is that dialogue? And really it just changed my perspective. And, you know, it really talks, it talks a little bit more about the Socratic method. If you understand like how to continuously ask questions to get someone to tell, see your viewpoint, it's very similar to that. So if you are a lawyer or someone in that type of state, (laughs) it actually helps you think further. (laughs) But I love this book because it really just changes your mindset and allows you to think differently. And, you know, it's a book that I revisit at least once or twice a year. So that's how much I actually love that book. Excellent. Links to where you can find that book will be in the show notes, as well as everywhere on the internet that you can find Mia, Instagram, Facebook, all under Sound Bites with M. And Mm -hmm. the links will be in the show notes on LinkedIn. You can find her, Mia Mary Parasoto. Again, find her in the show notes. Link with her on LinkedIn. And even if you don't, just hit that follow button. Um, as with all of our guests, if you don't feel comfortable reaching out and to make a connection, just hit that follow button and continue to just consume the information just by observing, uh, which I think can be one of the first steps that you can actually execute and uh, just continue to learn. So uh, Mia, thank you so much for making time. Um, it is a yeah. challenging year for a lot of us, but I appreciate mm-hmm. the work that you do. As with many of our guests, we are passionate, impassioned by... Uh, helping other people, particularly younger versions of ourselves, because mm-hmm. we genuinely believe in sharing advice or sharing perspectives that we sort of wish we had when we were younger. Mm-hmm. We turned out okay. There's no, there's no, um, <laughs> could have, would have, should have with any of this, but particularly given our backgrounds and, you know, some of the parents, some of the parent mindsets that we were raised with, yeah. we hope that the next generation feels more empowered. Uh, to be authentically themselves, which would make a lot of us very, very happy. So Mia, thanks again for jumping on. Hope a lot of people connect with you and continue to do what you do and help a lot of people and stay safe out there. Thank you. You as well. Thanks for having me.